You're tuning into the Fearless Fridays with Marianne podcast. As a best-selling author, certified life coach, and speaker, I created this podcast to inspire, empower, and transform you from the inside out. From time to time, you may hear a solo episode, but for the most part, we will be joined by real-life guests who have overcome adversity, but as they have done the work, today they are thriving. So grab your pen and paper as we get started and learn firsthand tips and tricks to change the trajectory of your lives so we can live a free, fearless, and fabulous life. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Fearless Fridays with Marianne. I am your host, Marianne Rivera-Dannert, and today we have another amazing co-author of our upcoming book, The Beautiful Face of Invisible Illness. So without further ado, let's bring her on and get started. Hello, how are you? I'm good, how are you? Good, thank you. So let's get started. Uh, Tell us your name and a little bit about yourself. My name is Millicent Driver. I am an empowerment coach, you know, really focusing on entrepreneurship and business. I am an author and a speaker. Beautiful. So what led you to become passionate about empowering women and helping individuals find their purpose? For me, what made me, you know, um, passionate about this particular uh, area that I'm now embarking on was my own experiences. Um, having, you know, some setbacks in my life after receiving my education and working and doing all the things I'm supposed to do according to uh, America, you know, that, that the American life, I found myself, you know, just really stuck from different things, from tragedy to illness, to, to a lot of different things. So I became passionate about finding my own way and finding, you know, a different route. So I found that in entrepreneurship and really building on, uh, stepping into that role of, of, of building entrepreneurship, but also taking on the road of coaching other individuals, particularly women, and leading them into entrepreneurship as well and giving them, you know, just kind of like that leverage from, you know, life's trials, ups and downs, or just even transitioning from that nine to five you know, and, and kind of just embracing their own. So that's kind of where that passion started for me. Oh, beautiful. So elaborating a little bit, can you share a personal professional experience that significantly shaped your perspective on women um, empowerment? And I know that you shared a little bit about your own personal journey. So what was it that was going on in your life that you felt stuck and that you needed to make a shift? Okay. First thing was in 2011, uh, uh, December of 2011, uh, my son on December 11th passed away in a car accident. Mm. And when I dealing with that, you know, uh, to back up a little bit, I, you know, uh, did what I was, I wanted, I needed to do actually to, you know, go into, uh, like I say, a career, have a profession, all of those things. I was in the military. I did that and went to school, got my bachelor's, and then I got two masters. So I did all of that. So I was working and really feeling empowered because of those things I was doing. I was working, of course, for someone else. But when he passed away, it everything stopped. Everything came to a halt. I mean, not just a little bit, but, you know, for mm. a good duration, uh, a good period of time. I just paralyzed, couldn't do anything. 
So I had to, and I, me going back and working for, you know, other people, bringing all of that on, you know, maybe they understand, maybe not. I had to be ready, had to be prepared. So I said, well, why not use this opportunity and this time to get me together, but also embellish on my, my dream of being a business owner and starting my own uh, brand. So that's mm -hmm. kind of, you know, how that all kind of led up to it. So that is my personal story. My professional story is basically being, you know, educated, but not compensated. Mm -hmm. So you have a lot of people who go to school and they do, you know, uh, you know, go, go to school, get a good job. And, you know, you're fighting, you know, to get that position or you're fighting to get the salary that, you know, allow you to live comfortably. And, you know, it happens to, to some people, some people, it's, it, it, you get there, but it's a call. It, it, you know, it's not going to happen overnight. So it, it's, it's really like a hindrance in, as far as getting to your financial goal and your, your goals that you want to accomplish. So that was my desire to kind of step over into entrepreneurship because I wanted to be able to ride and well, not so much ride, but I wanted to drive my own car and drive, you know, yeah. run my own train and, you know, fly my own plane. I just kind of wanted to do my own thing. So. That's awesome. So what we're so speaking on the personal side, what were some of the strategies you know that you used to help you overcome some of the obstacles, especially when the passing of your son happened? What kept you motivated and what kept you going? How did you pull yourself out of that? Well, one of the things that pulled me out of that was that I had a daughter that was in high school. The time when he passed away, she was a sophomore going into her junior year. So I had to, you know, I, I had to be there for her. Damn. So that was my the, the, my first motivation. The, the second motivation was my own life. I, I was looking at the fact that I was still living. I'm still here. And I don't know when I'm going to leave this world. So what am I going to do with the time that I have? I don't want to live my life just, you know, in that place. Mm -hmm. I want to be able to give, you know, all I can in this life. Because he did a lot. He was a musician. I was very proud of him. But I wanted to be able to say I did what I was supposed to do. Right. So over time, I, I just said, okay, I, I just kept, you know, praying and, and seeking God for the strength and for the resilience to move on. And I forget, but just kind of get me back to going. But I wanted to be able to have something that I can pour out into, you know, this world or into others. I want to make my life matter before right. it's my turn. Hmm. I love that. So in your experience, why is it important to be living within our purpose? And what's the, you know, what does empowerment have to do with purpose? How do they relate? Well, I mean, purpose, we all have a purpose. And I feel that we, we really do. We all have a purpose. And, and we have, you know, it takes time to realize what that says, but we all have a purpose. But the thing is, is that if once you have the purpose, what are you going to do with it? So you have to be empowered to take that next step to go into that purpose. The purpose is there. The, the door is there. We just got to open it. So without being empowered, without even having the strength to just go through that door, it, it's null and void. It's just kind of like that's there and you're here. Mm 
So being empowered uh, allows you, you know, that strength to be able to go forward and to go into your purpose. Because when you get into your purpose, it's, it's not a chance, not a time to just go through the door and sit. Now you have to, to move in that purpose. You got to work in that purpose. So at the beginning, you know, building that empowerment and embracing that empowerment will help allow you to move into your purpose and move through your purpose. And, and that's kind of how I see it. So for someone who may be listening or watching that may be struggling with finding their purpose or identifying their purpose, what are some tools, some tips that you can provide for them? Well, like I said, everybody has a purpose. So one of the tools that I would you know, suggest is in the beginning, you know, brainstorm, pick your own brain, find out, you know, who you are. And where do you want to be? What do you see yourself? And in the short term sense, just say, where do I see myself in six months? And just start to just kind of find out who you are and what it is that you desire, whether it's personal, whether it's educational, business, you know, just whatever. Just find out who you are, you know, and find out, okay, what is it about me and what do I want to see myself, you know, how do I want to see myself in, you know, in the, in the near future? And and then just really just start to, you know, build build on that. But mainly just, you know, having that mindset, just, you know, kind of developing that mindset of, you know, getting to know yourself. And then also I would say, you know, once you start to, you know, dive into that mind, your mindset or start to go into your head and just, you know, kind of find out, okay, what's going on? What, is, what am I thinking? What are my thoughts? Start to journal those things. Because a lot. one thing I noticed is that, uh, I used to, you know, think a whole, whole lot about a lot of different things, but I wouldn't write it down. So sometimes I would forget. And then it was times when I was journaling and then I'll go back and read something that I wrote. And I, that was, I couldn't believe that I wrote that because I'm like, what was I thinking at the time? So I think that writing down your thoughts and your desires, your goals, you know, as they come up is, is a, a important tool so that you have that because we can't rely just on the fact that we're just going to remember because it, Life happens, things happening, you're constantly moving. You, right. you just can't hold on to all of that. You got to write. So I would say start to brainstorm, write down those thoughts that you have, journal those thoughts, and then start to just kind of uh, develop a, a, you know, a, a small plan of things that you, you know, just kind of like, I'm not saying activities or kind of, you know, steps that you want to be able to accomplish some of those things that you're thinking about. But, you know, another thing too is really, you know, uh, link up with someone that you trust or that you feel that, that you can, you know, express those things to that you, that they can pour into you or even help you get to, you know, the next level that you're trying to get to. So it, it's so many different things, but those are some of the things that I did. And I brainstormed, I started journaling and then I got support from, you know, others. Um, sometimes, you know, multiple others, but I did, I got the support, but I just, I, you know, I just got, you know, tired of being, you know, everything being in my head where I needed to just go forward. So those are some of the, uh, those are just a few of the tips that I would tell someone, encourage them. You know, and that is so important. And it's a really good tip because we are, I think everyone, whether you are an entrepreneur, whether you work for someone else, whether you're a single parent, married, children, no children, I think that we all wear many hats. And then we all have so many things going on and we, we yes. think we're going to remember. And then it's like, Oh wait, you can't. So writing it down is very important. 
So in your view, what role does self-love and self-discovery play in a journey towards empowerment and purpose? Okay. Well, self-love is very, very important. I actually wrote a book about uh, self-love. You know, if you're, you know, if you're not in tune with yourself, uh, you know, if you're, you're stuck, you got to be able first to get you together. You got to be able to embrace you. How can you go out and, and, and you know, just venture out and do all these different things if you're not even in love with yourself? You know, it, it's it's very important to know who you are, to embrace yourself. Um, you know, even your, your your mental, your intellect, your spiritual being, you know, your emotional being, your self-esteem, all of those things, you know, you want to, you know, I'm not saying they're going to be perfect and you're not going to have your highs and your lows, but you want to be aware of where you are in those areas and you want to be strong and you want to be solid in those areas because that makes who you are. And that self-love is very, very important because if you have a, you know, example, if you have an idea, you have something that you're trying to do, you're very excited about it. You know, if you're not confident and someone can come and tell you, you know, no, I don't think that's for you. It can just, you know, stop everything. But when you're confident and you have that self-esteem and you have that self-love and you've been embracing what it is that you desire to do, you know, people can say things, but it is, if it's not, if it's negative, it just can't penetrate. But, you know, really taking care of you and also that, you know, self-love as far as that physical, you want to make sure that you, you know, you, you remain healthy by dealing with your stress, dealing with your health and making sure you get your checkups. So you want to, you know, saying you want to take care of you so that you can get to the next level. You just got, you know, have all these desires and all these ideas and, and then you, you know, you're a mess because right. it's all one is one and the same. Yeah, that's so true. So, <clears throat> excuse me, speaking about, you know, a book that you wrote, we connected on a book project that we are doing together, uh, The Beautiful Face of the Invisible Illness. So can you share your chapter title and can you summarize your title, your chapter in one sentence? My my chapter title is Mind Over Matter, and the chapter uh, is about resilience after having a stroke. Mm. Finding resilience after stroke. Yeah. What made you sh um, say yes and share your story? Well, I when I first uh, had the strokes, it was it was basically right after about. Mm, I say about 10 months after my son passed. And when I when that happened, it wasn't a major stroke, but it was enough to be debilitating for me. And you know, dealing with his death and you know, trying to push my way back into, you know, some norm normalcy, then his stroke had this it was multiple strokes actually that happened. So it frustrated me because here I am, I, I'm, you know, went to school and, you know, did my part as far as being educated, working and building a career to have a stroke and to have some of my cognitive abilities challenged. So it was it was just very I was very um, I was just very angry. So what happened was when I would go to places and, and handle business, it could be a bank or uh, it could be you know, just at a grocery store. It could be at a post office. If they ask a question, sometimes they may ask me a question. It takes me time to answer. Mm -hmm. I would get frustrated because I felt they were rushing me. I, I had the answer. Maybe it wasn't right, readily available, but it was there. Um, that was some of the effects that I was experiencing from the stroke. So that 
really kept me in the box. I, I didn't want to go out. I didn't want to deal with anything. I didn't want to handle any business. So that's really what, when they, when I saw the, um, the anthology, I thought about that. I said, you know, a lot of times people are walking around with, you know, so many different things that they're experiencing as far as their health, different illnesses that they they have, you know, that they deal with every day. And you will look at someone and not, you know, immediately see that they struggle in those areas. Right. And sometimes we treat people based on, okay, well, I asked you a question, you know, hurry up, tell me, what, you know, what is the problem? But if we are sensitive to the fact that there is a lot of invisible illnesses out there, we wouldn't be so harsh and so, you know, uh, cruel to, you know, each other. That That's that's the hope anyway, but right. <laughs> we wouldn't, you know, that, that that's, that's what I thought about. I thought about myself and how I felt how I felt intimidated to go out mm -hmm. and everybody, you know, you don't look like you, you know, you've had that, but you know, so you shouldn't act that way. And, and that wasn't my testimony. So thank you so much for, you know, for sharing your story. So you've also, as you mentioned earlier, authored other books. Can yes. you tell us about those books? Well, I just got uh, done with uh, an anthology called rising women. And it, we just uh, released that book about, uh, I think, hmm, I want to say right around Thanksgiving or you know, a few days after, a few days before. But we made bestseller, number one bestseller for that book. And, it, and we, you know, we talked about you know, the different things that we went through uh, that were challenging that we had to rise above. So that's when I got a chance to really talk about the grief and the mm -hmm. death of my son. And I also wrote uh, two books. Uh, can I show you? Yes, definitely. So I wrote this one. It's called Pretty Ugly. Mm -hmm. And this one is, a, like I said, this one was about the self-esteem and the um, the the, the uh, confidence and the, the uh, inner beauty. And it kind of talks about us, you know, how you, like I was saying, how you self-love and how you need to embrace your inner beauty. We can work on our physical and we can walk around and, you know, we feel like we look good and everything, but inside we're dying. So we, I talk about not forgetting about who we are on the inside, really, you know, making sure that we're good on the inside, making sure that we love ourselves internally and not just focusing on the outer because we can be beautiful on the outside and ugly and dying on the inside. So that's what that book's about. And then I have a journal kind of, it's a self-love journal that kind of, you know, you know, kind of goes along with the book and okay. you know, gives a, that, that kind of a, you know, I guess bonus that you can kind of write out some things. They have some affirmations in there. You can, you know, write out some of your expressions because of course I say journaling has become, you know, a key uh, component for me. Uh, yeah. So those are the two books that I've written. Those are my first two books. And then um, I was uh, on a, another anthology that's going to be released called Joy 365. And it's a devotional book uh, with 365 authors in each day is an author and it's through the whole you know whole year and it's a uh, inspirational spiritual uh, journey so we give words of encouragement for you know that particular day that we're going to have and also mm -hmm. a, a small information journal and one more that i just got done with um is an anthology with uh in a doctorate program and it's called the boundaries inspiring leaders in business and community so we Ooh, just made that. a bestseller with that book as well and that is that was the anthology of you know for you know kind of dealing with um you know different things or different subjects in the business sense 
So those are the those are the things that I'm doing now. Um, so you know, it seems like you know being an author and writing is kind of you know my niche right now. It's therapeutic. Yeah, it is, and yeah. you get to express you know some things. Sometimes it you know it brings out a lot of different you know emotions. Right. But you know it's still a blessing, and and it's good to be able to go ahead and just face what you need to face. Right. And writing yeah. is that. So therapeutic it is. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> so you are on the Fearless Fridays, you know, podcast. So how are you living a fearless life? I'm living a fearless life because I am stepping into territories that I never thought I would or never thought that I deserve to be or even capable to be in. And I am very proud of myself for just pushing through, pushing through the fears of starting a business pushing through the fears of, you know, rejection or just pushing through the fears of naysayers. I, I just, I mean, my thing is now my new, you know, uh, my new slogan for the uh, new year, which is not a new slogan, but it's been said a lot of times, but it's mine is unapologetically speaking. So I'm just going to, you know, just keep walking. I'm not going to be apologetic about the, the direction that I'm going in and the things that I'm doing. So I'm living, living fierce, fiercely, uh, you know, it do that. And I'm proud of myself that I have not, you know, uh, allowed myself to give up and I have not folded in the towel, but I'm still pushing. I love that. I love that. Any last words before I ask you my last question? Um, just want to encourage someone that, you know, you know, don't, you know, don't allow, you know, circumstances or don't allow individuals and don't allow uh, tragedies to, you know, deter you. And just know that we all going to, you know, have those things happen and we're going to have our emotions and we're going to have our good days and our bad days. But just remember that you have a life, you have a purpose and you have an opportunity. Just, you know, walk in it. If you need to talk to someone to, you know, help you to kind of, you know, decipher through uh, those things, you know, get with someone that's doing it and allow them to be that support for you. But whatever you do, do something to, to enhance and embrace life. I love that. And my last question, where can our audience and our viewers connect with you and support you and purchase your books? Okay, um, my website is Millicent the Strategist. Dot com. So I have uh, books on there. I also have uh, some merchandise, uh, you know, for my chapter. That's Mind Over Matter. I got some T-shirts, some mugs and things. And I love it because it has a butterfly on there, which represents mm -hmm. my son. So it's just, you know, it's uplifting. And, and my books will be on there. So I have some on there. Then the new ones that are going to be released will be on the, um, on the website as well. And Millicent um, the Strategist, you can also follow me on Facebook, Millicent the Strategist. And on that page, I just kind of drop, you know, nuggets uh, every week, you know, for uh, aspiring entre uh, business, business entrepreneurs um, for women. I guess entrepreneurs and business is the same, but for, for women seeking uh, entrepreneurship and for women who are, you know, in entrepreneurship to, you know, in business, but want to enhance it. So I drop, you know, some information there. Then I kind of lead them to other places and we can dive deeper depending on what their needs are. I love that. Well, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you, thank you for welcome. this opportunity. You're welcome. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Fearless Fridays with Marianne podcast. Make sure to stay connected with us and you can find us on Facebook at MRD Empowerment Solutions or on Instagram as Marianne Rivera Dannert. You can also visit our website at MarianneRiveraDannert.com. As always, you are fearless, you are fabulous, you are a priority and you matter. Hi, I'm Kelly. And I'm Kelly. The host of Getting Real with Bossy, the real, raw, and honest podcast about small business ownership. We created Bossy to be a safe place to ask the hard questions and to get support that's necessary. With our experience, nine businesses in over 25 years, we continue to bear it all and share what we wish we had known. We move past the must-be-nices and start getting real. Come along as we interview small business owners and get the true story. Leave with another tool for the next time you feel alone on this journey. Business ownership leads to unexpected knowledge. What are you an expert at? Tell us at Getting Real with Bossy and subscribe today.